Stop. Pause. 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 Get the fuck out of here, Mittens. Stop scratching. No, oh, Mittens. Mittens is showing up. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest star joining us. It's Jake's cat. It's not my cat. It's Jake's girlfriend's cat. Yeah. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com. I'm Mark, and sitting to my left is Jake. And the whole goddamn world's going tits up, Mark. And sitting next to Jake is someone else who has no right to be running. It's no one. Uh, as you might have already discerned, Jack is not here this week. He's in Costa Rica again. Uh, apparently this was his plan all along. Um, the last we heard of him, I'm not joking about this, this is literally true, he was going off at night to explore some abandoned ruins by himself. This is literally true. Yeah. He was drunkenly um, complaining about everyone passed out at nine. Yeah, so we're gonna see how that turns out, hopefully on next week's podcast, potentially months from now. He will return as Salmon. Uh, For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 1986's Stephen King joint Maximum Overdrive, which was a Jake pick, and we'll get into that real soon. But first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do Beers for Fears. Jake, what are you drinking? I, so, okay, there was a discernible layup in this movie, right? Trucks, they're the, trucks are floating around this... Oh, by the way, there are going to be spoilers for the 1986 oh, yeah. movie, Maximum Overdrive, which is a Stephen King joint. There are trucks involved in this movie, if you couldn't figure that out. When Jack's gone, we have to share the hosting duties. Jesus Christ. Anyway, spoilers could also appear in our beer selections. That being said, there is a... Uh, there's a, I don't know, layup here. I did not choose it because it was just shameless 80s product placement. I went with... Two beers. I have a Modern Times IPA called Booming Rollers, which to me just really fits what's going on in this movie. Okay. You got a lot of machinery, mostly big trucks at a truck stop. Rolling around, booming, just feels like it fits. Uh, The other one I got is Leota May IPA, which also just feels like it fits because I feel like a Leota May would be someone you'd find at a truck stop like this, Mark. That's asinine. No, it's great. (laughs) What, you just, just find someone's name? It's very, uh, it's a, it's a very down on the farm type brewery, just like the type of people who would roll into the truck stop. This is stereotyping. Would you like me to That's continue heavily, talking? Heavy stereotyping. Heavy stereotype. How about okay, you come in? What'd you do? Awful. How'd you do? Now it's good. It's I, good. I did pretty good. I also did not take the layup. I am you. drinking Accelerator IPA uh, by Two Row Brewing here in Salt Lake City. Pretty self-explanatory. Most, it works. Uh, most vehicular machines have accelerators and there are a lot of vehicular machines in this movie so that's the connection that i'm that i'm making here the accelerator is on the fucking floor in this movie the whole yeah. time oh well in actually it's, it's really really not we'll get to that in a little bit <laughs> in any case i'm pretty sure this thing is far and away the better choice accelerator accelerator ipa it's uh better than both of yours and it's actually a pretty good beer so uh, Dude, so are these get the fuck out of here all right all right all right I would say that uh, drinking beers isn't the only thing we've been doing for the last week, though. Neither is just watching Maximum Overdrive. Let's uh, let's talk about what's been rocking our horror world, Jake. Watch any movies lately? Yeah, I've only seen one this week. I'm still kind of doing the move into a home that I now own sort of thing. This is going to happen for a long time. And by the way, no one, still no one, has told me about a home ownership type horror movie that I should watch. So hit me up. You can do it. You can find us on Twitter. Arachnophobia, whatever. I'm talking things that are actually watchable for me as an arachnophobe it was a good pick but you picked it before this all happened mark i'm not going to give you credit anyway i watched a movie that's not related to that i watched uh 2012s i think chernobyl diaries this is just something that happened to like exist it popped like it popped up i don't even remember how but i saw it and i was like okay i know it's found footage I've heard it's not very good, but Chernobyl, that's a cool setting, so I just threw it on on, like, a Saturday morning type thing. Um, this is an old found footage movie, right? Yeah, it's found footage. So this is right up your alley. And okay. Have you seen this movie? Uh, it's been a minute. I probably saw it roughly when it came out. So I say it's found footage, but this movie, to me, 
is it is and it isn't. It's not really found footage. It's I don't know what you would call it. It's like first person omniscient or something. It's like it has all the trappings of a found footage film, but it's not a found footage film. It doesn't set it up as such. So it just has these sequences where it behaves exactly in that way. And I don't know if that's a way to be stylish or a way to be lazy or both, probably both. Um, this movie is basically what I thought I was going to get out of it. The story was meh, very meh. But at the same time, I was pretty damn impressed by the setting slash sets. Uh, I don't know exactly where they filmed this movie. And frankly, I didn't bother to look it up. I know that there was... It was in Chernobyl. They filmed inside Chernobyl. I'm sure they were right in the middle of the meltdown zone. Uh, Now, they did a really good job of making it feel like they were actually in Pripyat. Um, I know there's some fancy footwork going on with CG elements of that town, like the famous Ferris wheel. If you look at that hard enough, it's CG, but it really doesn't get in the way. Uh, A movie that I would equate this to where it melds both a really good set and CG is Monsters, which I talked about a long time ago. Uh, I I really enjoyed the sets here and not a lot else, so at the end of the day, it ended up being a soft recommend. If you can get it for free, which you can, I think I saw it on Amazon Prime, uh, I would go ahead and pop it on if you haven't seen it, but it's not going to knock your socks off. I remember this one kind of riding the wave of like momentum off of modern warfare a call of duty Four, modern oh warfare that the level in pripyat or whatever dude it's basically yeah the main guy who takes them i don't know his name's like dimitri his name's yuri sure i don't know Oleg. some bullshit yeah whatever <laughs> he is basically the guy on that video game that's like the dude on the walkie that's kind of telling you what's happening it's basically You're- that guy it might be the same voice actor for all i know it probably is. I bet it is. It was, Definitely yeah. It was counted. very reminiscent of that for me, too. Okay. That but was holy a mackerel. hot moment in pop culture history. Yeah, what a fucking blasé movie experience that was. What else you got? That's all I got, Mark. That's all I got. What do you got? I have seen quite a few movies over of the last few weeks, Jake. Yeah, it's a, it's a problem, frankly. Are you going to light? Okay, so question. Are you going to lightning round some, or are we going to pick and choose a few? What are we doing? There Which are way? a few. There are a few that I want Jack here uh, to discuss with. So I'm not going to lightning round through all of them. I'll just pick and choose so, a few that uh, I don't think he would particularly care about anyway. So I'm going to interrupt here because I've just got to say I'm going to kind of like blue balls the listener for a second because if you're not if you're choosing not to mention these right now, it's going to be a while. We have some plans. We have another month coming up. Are you even going to remember you watched these movies, Mark? It's going to be, well, yeah, the, the ones I'm going to talk your about. Your buildup is going to be like 100 long. The one, yeah, it's true. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to literally hit like 30 movies, I think. I, I, here's the desperation level I'm at. I'm going to start watching like comedies. I'm going to start renting uh, like superhero movies instead of horror. That's the depths that I'm having to sink to so that I don't have 45 movies to talk about the next time we have an actual Dude, you're doing, discussion. no, you're doing God's work. Just start tweeting about them. <laughs> Tw- it's fine. Twitter scares me more than any movie I've watched. No, nah, you got to get on there, man. I don't think so. That's where like Russians and fake news are. I think. Nah, just get on there, start live tweeting your movie viewing experiences. It's great. I'm gonna get tweeted at by a Nigerian prince that's telling me that I have to like send him money to buy a bridge or something or other. I don't you're know gonna get live. Tw- you're gonna get live. You're gonna get DM PM messaged by someone saying that you need to give them all your credit card information, or they're gonna come arrest you because there's a warrant out. Yeah, I, I mean those are those thing. are real things, Jake. Okay. Those are the problems we have to deal with. The first movie well, okay, what I movie watched. Are you talking about Jesus. The first movie I watched was Annihilation. Do you even remember this thing? Annihilation. It's like Annihilator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember, remember this movie when we watched it for whatever horror release roundup that was in like February or March no. or something? Do tell. Give me Oscar, the. Give me the synopsis. Oscar Isaac, Natalie Portman co-star. Although yes. it's mostly a Natalie Portman movie. Um, yes. So I heard it's kind of good. Yeah, I don't want to give away too much, but this really isn't a movie that's, like, plot-driven. It's certainly a concept, but I feel like you probably get it mostly for... Well, actually, the trailer was remarkably opaque, so... I heard the movie was opaque. Uh, the movie, yeah. (laughs) Isn't Um, it all just opaque? This movie is not art for art's sake, but it is... Okay. uh, I don't use this word very frequently, but... Hella artsy. (laughs) 
Um, oh my god! It's a this movie is just like a, it's an explosion of color and like super interesting set design, and gra- they obviously do like a hot lot of heavy CG. Uh, Ten thousand foot view. It's basically like comet hits Earth, wacky shit happens. They send Natalie Portman in because she's an ex soldier to discover okay. what genre of wacky shit is happening. Okay, and horror ensues. Horror. Light horror ensues. This is more horror. I, I mean, I like. would put it in the bucket of like existential horror. There's definitely something. There are a few scenes here where it's uh, certainly in the correct genre for us to be discussing it right now. Okay. Um, okay. But for the most part, the movie is just like, look at how pretty this world is. What's going on? Oh my god! Why are those trees made out of glass? So that just like Avatar. Uh, I, yeah, actually, basically, there, Avatar. there are some. There's some spiritual connection between those two movies. Great. They're probably canon. 100% canon. Yeah, that's this is uh that's what happens in this movie 100 years in the future, except plus unobtainium or whatever the hell. Yes. Uh we cracked the case. I would recommend watching this if for no other reason than just a change of pace. It's I mean, look, it's Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac, so you're definitely yeah. getting quality. This right? isn't trash. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're good. They're good. I okay. fully endorse everything both of them have ever done. I assume well, I don't know. <laughs> that might be a little dig bit of a through the annals of yeah. Okay, I'm sure um, we can find a stinker in there. But from a movie perspective, I mean, Actually, it's always a solid bet. Hold on. Okay. The listener needs to pause while I take a note that will be the next time Mark loses a bet. I'm gonna find the worst Natalie Portman joint possible. I don't even give a shit if it's genre, Mark. I don't give a shit. Hold on, listener. I'm taking a note. I mean, you got lazy Sundays. Shut up! I'm taking a note. You got that taken. You got that weird intro thing she did before the Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, Darjeeling Express, whatever. Then the other movie I watched was Strangers to Pray at Night. Oh, you're only doing two today. Uh, yeah. I have one little other announcement that's not a movie, but Strangers Two: Pray at Night. Uh, so interesting little tie-in here. Strangers One is, I believe, now available for streaming on Netflix. So if you want to do a nifty little double feature, you can Hmm. rent this one afterward. Um, here's the thing, Jake. What was your? uh, This was like the first, second, third movie that you guys reviewed. This was before I even joined. Strangers. Uh, It was early. It was early. We should revisit that movie. I think probably. Uh, in the grand scheme. It's a recommend, but I don't particularly care for it as a full-length viewing experience. Okay, okay, it that's fair. It starts to break apart, like any home invasion does, because you start critiquing the way in which people react, which, as we just oh. saw with in- Inside, <laughs> I'm not going to try to do the French thing. I had, I had a very similar reaction to that in any of my viewings. I've had about three of them with Strangers, so... I okay. haven't seen this. I'm not particularly interested in seeing it, though I don't think it'll be shitty. So how was it? So Strangers 2 is, I would venture to say, the exact same movie as Strangers 1, Shocked. but with worse written characters. Oh, great. Good. There's actually there's worse no decision-making in this movie. Ah, uh, yeah. great. Uh, it, which makes it like a decent... It's This one is... I mean, the first one's a slasher. This one is much more of a slasher than it is a home invasion, whereas the first one is much more a home invasion than it is a slasher. But there's there's a lot more, I'll just say, uh, exercise in this one than just being hunkered down in your in your trailer park. Um, overall, kind of interesting. They they do a weird thing that's like, I think this is supposed to be modern times, but also all the music is eighties. It's like. Tommy oh James God. and the Shondells. And I mean, you get it from the trailer. It's the exact same stuff that they used in the trailer. So I don't so, really understand what era they're going for. It's all set in like a kind of a trailer park thing. So maybe they're just trying to make it seem like everything's older than they are. I don't, I don't know. It's a is weird it vibe. weirdly anachronistic. Like it follows where all of a sudden there's like this futuristic past clamshell phone, but then everything yeah. else is kind of vaguely present day. Yes. Yes. I hate 100%. that shit. It makes no sense. Okay, and whatever. there's like a lot of neon, but it's actually just LEDs, you know. So it's yeah, it's a weird confluence of, like you Great. said, it's a, it's anachronistic. Yep, you, okay. you nailed it. Thanks. Uh, so there you go, strangers to pray at night. Uh, Is I got it a I got 
both of these in the mail through the DVD service, oh. whatever. So I don't know. I think they're they're both on VOD. I'm sure on video on demand. They're but, on uh, VOD. Yeah, VOD. Totally. <laughs> That's what the kids are saying. I, no one says that. Uh, Would you recommend last, it or not? I I mean, it is what it is. It's a shitty slasher movie. If you're in the mood for one of those that has like a relatively high production value, but not particularly like sensical acting or decisions from the characters. So, <sighs> Let me ask one more question about it. How does it do in terms of its approach to the home invasion part of the movie? The invader uh, side. The invader it's, side. It's the least subtle. <laughs> it's there's no subtlety to it whatsoever. So it's not okay. So it's not great because that's it's not. kind of it's what really makes not. home invasion good. Is it? It's those subtle moments. Like again, to harken back to what we just watched with Inside those great scenes are the early ones and the ones where she's first broken into the house with it play with shadow and they're across the room. Like those were the scenes that stick with you from strangers or when Liv Tyler's very front in like right in front of the screen. And you got the guy in the mask, like way back there, halfway out of the shadows. Yeah. They don't, that's do that. what's good. No, nope. okay, I don't care. I don't care. To see it does not even approach that level of subtlety. Not anywhere okay. close. Fun. Uh, but I mean, like I said, high production values and, uh, I don't, I don't know, moderately fun. Oh, good. good. Very, very lukewarm recommend if you're in the mood for a slasher and you've seen all the ones that are out there already. That's uh, not possible. Lastly, since, as you said, uh, at the top, this is going to be a while before we're able to revisit, uh, what's been yeah. rocking our horror world. And this is going to be like he- heavily stale by the time, uh, we get back to this. Spooked is back for season two. Uh, I really liked this podcast last year. Uh, it's basically a subdivision Spooked. of uh, Leon Washington's podcast that is currently escaping me. Uh, Snap Judgment, that one. So they do these like sort of rhythmic storytelling things on NPR. And then he has this specific cast called Spooked that is just that purified down to ghost stories, horror stories, whatever. It's the I better resubscribe. Yeah, yeah, you should. I listener, I have a great drinking game for you. Subscribe to Spooked, listen to it, and every time he says Spooked, you got to take a pretty big drink. You're gonna be ham bones. He also, says it like any, seventeen times in the first five minutes of each episode. Also, anytime there's like a rhythmic break in the storytelling that like has. Oh my god, Mark! It. We don't want people to die. <laughs> okay, I'm talking having a good time. We need like reverb though. It can't just be like a pause. Oh, god. There needs to be reverb on it. No, there doesn't. No. Let's go to the feature presentation. Yeah, let's get there. Way, uh, way outside of where it needs to be. Okay, go listen to Spooked. Uh, but do the drinking game. Over at AtoZHorror.com this week, we watched 1986's Maximum Overdrive, which was a Jake pick. We're going to get all the way into this one in just a second. But uh, first, like I just said, this was Jake's choice, which means 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. Jake, tell us what this movie was about. Well, this is Stephen King's first and last directorial feature. Uh, basically, Earth passes through the tail of a comet or some shit, and all of the machines ever, anywhere, go haywire. Uh, they call Stephen King an asshole. They shoot soda cans into coaches' nuts. Steamrollers steamroll kids' heads off. And then all these trucks trap Emilio Estevez and people in a truck stop until they go down into their arsenal, which just so happens to exist, grab some bazookas and shit and blow them up, jump on a boat, and sail off into the sunset to go to some island without machines. Time. Remarkably well done. Also, there's ACDC all over the goddamn place, and it's the best. Yeah, you get, get, you're going to get a demerit for not mentioning ACDC. Uh, well, you should just layer it in to my whole thing. Just oh, like instead of doing the Zelda music, we'll do some ACDC over the top? Yeah, you should. You should just do some Thunderstruck behind it the whole fucking time. I will we have already to... use it. We have I'll, that drop. I'll consult our legal team. See how they our feel about that? Our legal team will be infatuated with that idea. It's going to be fine. Okay. Well, we'll see if it actually happens. Oh, my God. Uh, what's your history with this one, Jake? Oh, boy. Uh, I've seen it mm, some number of times. This is a fun movie to watch during the summer, which is why I picked it in our summer crop. I've seen this probably like two or three times before this in full, but like 11 times in my heart. Wow. Yeah, for sure. Emilio Estevez's best movie. 
<laughs> Dude, D2 the Mighty Ducks. No. You're wrong. No, just no. No. Uh, well, are you kidding me? I don't care. I don't want to watch Emilio in any of the Mighty Ducks as much as I want to watch him blowing up trucks that look like the Green Goblin. I mean, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but in this case, yours is objectively wrong, and you should no, be it's, ashamed it's, about it. No, it's not. It's not wrong. Okay. Uh, What's okay. your hist- What is your history, none? I have never seen it. <laughs> so well, you listener, can... listener, let me let you in on a little secret here. That means Mark watched it for the first time with me, because we watched this movie together, didn't we, buddy? That's true. That's you true. You were actually we... visiting Boise, and we popped this on at the end of the night during the summer when we were blasted. Uh, which and it went over pretty well. It did go over pretty well. I ate probably 45 taquitos over the oh, course the of the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, taquitos, donuts, and a lot of beer. After a day full of a lot of beer. Um, in retrospect, yeah. you're gonna ha- you might have to carry parts of the review because, frankly, I think effectively I've seen this movie roughly half. <laughs> maybe, maybe the equivalent of about three quarters. Well, Mark... It- as is the case with any as is the case with any good summer movie uh you don't really have to pay attention all that much so perfect for getting drunk yeah this is all this Um, is all playing into what i'm gonna say later i am inclined to agree but i also don't really have any other context let me ask when was the first time you watched this how young were you i was either at the start of high school or the end of junior high school so it would have been a vastly different experience because it was the only time i can definitively tell you it was the only time i saw it sober yeah but that's basically what i was driving i still toward. liked acdc just as much and it carried the day okay so, yeah and you can still get drunk on taquitos at that age right so oh yeah i'm sure i was doing something stupid like just eating an entire bag of chips and probably like a sleeve of oreos yep yeah yep good times good times yeah and then you didn't wake up the next day feeling like absolute dick Oh, you definitely still did because you ate like an entire bag of Cheetos and a sleeve no. of Oreos. No, 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 you, you're fine. Okay. You We're talking like anymore. late night dollar menu runs where you're just pounds and pounds of food. Doesn't matter. Fair. We're getting off track. No, we're not. I want to just go back. Can we go back? <laughs> yeah, seriously. If we could all just subtract 20 years from our life, that would be Okay, wonderful. no, I'm getting, I'm getting sad. We need to carry forward or I'm probably going to start to, you know, wallow. Okay, I know exactly how to cheer you up with our famous segment. What in the fuck subgenre does this movie fit into? Jake? Ugh. Road None? Rage. <laughs> None of them. None segments? None of the above. I'll add that uh, as like kind, number 30. It's kind of a home invasion movie, sort of. Um, in what it's way? more of like Explain an entrapment. It, it's more of an entrapment movie. The trucks really don't care about getting in. They just want gas. So it's not really a home invasion movie. I've taken that back. I feel like they only care about gas on like day four or whatever, though. Yeah, when they're about to run out. Before right. that, they're just maniacal, you know, homicidal machines. So there, it's a home invasion movie for the first three days, and then it becomes like a hostage crisis of some type. Ba- basically, yeah. Okay. That's correct. Is this like, I don't know. I guess Push Comes to Shove, is this like a monster movie? Sort of. Monster Machines, yeah. Also, we'll get into this a lot later, but vaguely alien. Oh, God. Um, We're going to get into that a lot later. Yeah. Um, this is this is a new sub-sub, maybe even a sub-sub-sub-genre of alien. This is alien, they come to us, maybe. <laughs> uh, I think that's just the normal sub-genre, but with a little bit of ambiguity. No, it's definitively amazing. Definitively though. a different thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop one that frankly surprises me. What is what about sci-fi? Yes, I think this actually yes. would probably be a yes. sci-fi movie. This is a sci-fi movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. I Dude, think we finally did it. We did it. This is why we win awards that are not Razzies. I swear to God. <laughs> no, this is a uh, hey. Uh, while we're at it, if you could nominate us for whatever podcast award that you think we're worthy of, go ahead and do that. Let's start even a writing a, campaign. Even if it's a Razzie, frankly, I'd be stoked to win a Razzie. Yep. Means All press something. is good press. I don't think uh, I don't think there's much else here. It's a monster sci-fi alien. They come to us par- maybe. parenthetically, maybe. Yeah. No, not parenthetically. La- layer it down. Like a, oh, it's like an like an org chart. Basically, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Fine. Let me. I'll, give me a moment. I'll. I'll bust out the the flowchart skills. 
Yes. Thank you. With a dotted line to home invasion. Oh, God. This is getting way too complicated. No, it's good. This is why we won awards. <laughs> we, you're getting ahead of ourselves. We haven't won anything yet. Shh. You got to no. envision, though. Don't tell them. Jake. Oh, we got to move what? along, bud. Okay. What is this movie to write? Why did ACDC. You... Yes. Okay, fine. It Perfect. does ACDC the entire movie. Dude, look. The album Who Made Who by ACDC is the Maximum Overdrive soundtrack. It's amazing. We're not talking and... like one theme song. We're not talking some horse shit. Like, it's actual ACDC that you grow up with and exist with and love that kind of happened because Stephen King was a fan and he wanted their involvement and they decided to write some kick-ass songs. And proving they, their worth as a band. And they specifically didn't want to be in the movie aside from as the score. Yeah. Could you imagine this movie if ACDC were actually in it? Whoa, it would be 100% better, which is kind of mm. mind-boggling, but it would be better. I, I know, because my mind is already boggled by how good this movie is. I, I mean, it's fair. It, it is... So, obviously, if you haven't gotten this already and you haven't seen the movie, listener, this is one of those movies that's so bad it's good. It's um, We'll probably yes. get to that towards the end in the rating section, but it is remarkable how well the ACDC soundtrack actually works given the overall kind of quality timbre of this film. It fits perfectly. And I'm saying that as a, as a fan of ACDC. In, in fairness, though... At the same time, like, name a movie that wouldn't be better if the soundtrack were ACDC. Uh, you can't. Alan Terrier. It still would have been better. Uh, I don't know about you that. You could have played, like, she, I'm you, positive it dude, would not have been better. No, just lay her in like she's got the jack. It would have been fine. Okay. Annihilation. I oh, God. Seen it, so Ghost I can't Story. Comment, but I'm sure Actually, it no, worked. fuck that. I'm totally wrong. Ghost Story would have been a million percent better with acdc you might be right you're onto something here yeah every movie literally every movie would be better literally mark uh all we have to do is meet the band tell them that we're their fans and then they'll be in it according to this fable so everyone should do that yes okay it Good. helps if you're stephen king well that's true that's true and you are quote time. out of your mind on coke the whole time you're making the movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's something this movie does right. This is uh, very clearly... Stephen King has admitted that he was coked out of his mind, like you just alluded to, while yeah. he was directing this thing. Yes. Uh, he's never directed again. But here's a little connection for you. I think that this sort of directly related to him writing the movie Misery, the novel Misery. Is this a conspiracy theory? Is this? Is that that's a question? Is this a conspiracy theory? Mark question mark. I mean, Mark. Yeah, but I think it's relatively well informed. He's come out. Stephen King has come out and said that the I'm book, unaware of this, so do do tell. Oh, because I'm making it up on the spot. But the book. Oh, Misery, great! This is fun. Yeah, the book Misery is about him struggling with substance abuse. And oh he yes, has specifically gone back and talked about like Look, periods dude. in the 70s and 80s and whatever where he was doing this type of shit. Uh, yeah. So we wrote the book, which later yeah, yeah, became yeah. the movie. You should go back look, and listen though, to our episode on it, listener. You should. Shameless plug. Also, this is not the only period of time in which he was out of his mind on something. So it oh, fits, no, but it's not necessarily. Not. It, it, Mark, it's it's a necessary but not sufficient situation. Yeah, this is just this is another rung on the ladder. Okay. Yes, it's one of those rungs. But at the top of the ladder is Kathy Bates' Oscar. So it's. I feel like this was belt. probably worth it. Not that this is bad at all. It's worth it. It would be worth it regardless of what you got out of it. But even so, you get one of the better, uh, what, psychological horror movies. There was an actress who won an Oscar because he was fucked up on coke and directed Maximum Overdrive himself. Yeah, I like that. Let me put that okay. flow chart together. That's not, Do that. Let's just flow chart the shit out of this. Do a bunch of coke. Yes. I'm going to look this up later and find out that he wrote Misery before he directed this movie and feel like a total jackass. 100%. I don't give a shit. I feel like it's a it's a valid theory. If Jack were here, he would he would give you the whole timeline, but frankly it's better that he's not. So, I mean, he would give it he would he would give it very confidently but incorrectly. And then we'd bet and it'd be fun for everyone, Mark. That's true. Should we just assign him a movie for not being here? Yeah, let's do it. 
Okay, Jack, for your insolence and uh, your your assumption of the lost bet, uh, we're going to make you watch uh, Secret Window, which was a 2004 Stephen King flick. I'm betting you've probably already seen it. It has the dreamboat Johnny Depp in it, so, you know, it's got to be good. Has to be. Every movie's ever made is good. Enjoy. Get back to us. I, this is also going to be a test of whether or not he actually listens to episodes he's not on. Oh, he doesn't, dude. So... You can tune Whatever. in later, listener, to see if he actually follows along. <laughs> It'll be like four weeks from now when we get back to If he to doesn't, we'll watch. keep assigning him movies. It'll be fun. Well, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's keep that Mark, rolling. what else does this movie do right? Tell me. Oh, my God, the quotability. Here comes oh another God. load of joy, Jake. It is so good. Oh, shitski. Millions watch fascinated. <laughs> you just have a list you're going through i'm, I'm I, intrigued i i just drunkenly typed all of these and the funny thing is like my drunken self versus uh just my fat thumbs typing notes on my phones these came through uh very poorly most most yeah. of this is subject to my own interpretation of what i'm pretty sure i was trying to type i i also have here comes another load ellipsis of joy mm-hmm. it's that's all about the delivery that one's all about the delivery well, and speaking it's of great. delivery, another another brilliant acting performance from Stephen King. This machine just called me an asshole. It's so good. <laughs> hey, it's sure so good. buns. Which one's better? Okay, so which one's better? Performance here, performance in Creepshow. Oh, uh, Creepshow. Creepshow. It's a part sure, of meteors. Meteor shit. <laughs> yeah, that one's that one's hard to beat. It's also very. It's I like the amount of like magnifying lens that's on him and then they're able to pivot on like he's a main he's a fully main character in that segment Holy but since it's an um, anthology he's Joseph. only there for like three minutes that's a good one yeah this one's good because it's like the very first person on screen it's and the it's, cold it's, it's a tone setter and you get that you get that a machine just saying asshole all over and over and over and him doing his patented weird tone thing that he does well it's a weird way to go about this movie's beginning i just don't get it it's maybe this is maybe i'm getting ahead of myself and this should actually be a nitpick but i'm just gonna lump it in here that's quite Uh an escalation wherein the machines apparently are just there to insult us lightly for like the first hour and then they become murderous like first it's just comedy central roast of humanity and then it's actually like hunger games well, in fairness, though, it's it. There's a weird thing that happens in general with their whole trajectory because it's like a machine calling him an asshole, a soda machine shooting a soda can at a coach's dick, and then, and then a steamroller steamrolling a kid. <laughs> yeah. It's got an escalation. And it kind of backs off a little bit. It, it escalates quickly. Well, but then you get what's the kid's name, Deke or whatever. As he's riding home, he just like Deke ro- is the main kid. <laughs> he's just riding through this hall of horrors. And are we led yeah. to believe that the sprinklers are also sentient? Because there's those sprinklers going off in the background, and then they turn off as soon as he turns around. Uh, that could be the case. Yes, I'm very confused in what in this movie about what is and is not sentient. But even so, he's riding through his neighborhood and he's seeing like all the people who lost the fight with like the blow dryer and like the one dude yeah. with the headphones whose head is just exploded because he was listening yeah. to music or whatever. It's got some escalation to it. It's baffling. Steamroller kid, something the movie does right. It wrecks a kid almost oh. immediately. And apparently, apparently, they originally, there was some trick that Steven wanted to do. I call him Steven, we're on a first name basis. Uh, where he put a blood bag, like where the kid was, he was gonna run over it and then have like the the thing like repeatedly just like drop print that blood stain on the on the field and film that. But instead, it exploded like a balloon and just blood splatter everywhere. So he loved head. that, but yeah. he ended up not being able to use it because it was too violent. Why? Oh, yeah, brutal. censors, man. Censorship ruins America. It does. It does. The steamroller kid's one of the best things. It would have been probably the best thing if they had exploded the kid's head. I mean, he got it hard. And, I mean, I always hesitate to say this in what the movie does right, but I always got to give props to movies that kill kids. It's brutal, but <laughs> it's, it's yes, willing to go 100%. there. Uh, it's a special breed of movie that's willing to go there. Is there anything else um, you uh, you want to talk about in the what the movie does right before we well, move the train? No, on? I think 
I think we should move the train along to the middle, but I would like to say that in our state in which we watch this movie, I put a thing under the good category of my notes. Oh. That is the green sky. Oh. And that's one of the most baffling things I've ever done. Are because tra- here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put that in what the movie does middle. And here's okay. why. Because that actively looks bad and you know it. And it also doesn't have a sensical place in the film itself. But you do it anyway. There's a conscious choice to do it. So that's humorous to me. Okay. It fits with the overall camera of the film, like you were saying. And you, I can respect, respect. You are awakening uh, part of my brain. Uh, because I had under does wrong a note that would fall under Mark's nonsensical note of the week if we still had that segment. Mm-hmm. which I was trying to decipher, and I frankly could not remember what it was. But I'm just going to read it literally. Um, this is the middle Why us the sky, brug for greep? Which I think is oh me my. trying to type, why is the sky green? <laughs> Did not come out that oh way. Oh, my God. So we're going to put it in middle and be cool with that, right? Okay. I'm fine with that. Is that okay with you? Are you okay with that? Yeah. Because... It- with it's any a stylistic movie choice. that is a good bad movie, it becomes hard to like figure out where you want to pot things. Because the things that are bad are good. So, right. so we're more fucked than ever for our little category spiel we do. We really are. And it's true. And to that point, the thing I wrote down for Does Middle is this is just the happening. Which I stand by. That's uh, I really should reframe the, it as the happening, the happening is just this movie. The happening is just this, yes. Yeah, but also Except I saw the happening. Emilio first, Estevez, so. Emilio Mark Estevez, Wahlberg. greater than symbol Mark Wahlberg. Okay, that's probably true. Yes. Okay. Acting in this movie is better than in. The I happening. think that's I think that's fair for that can be an official A to Z horror dot com stance. Emilio Estevez greater than sign Mark Wahlberg. Sure. You heard it here first. We'll put in that fact, in our rules and regulations. That's our slogan. That's, that's in our, our terms of use now. <laughs> that's going to be our, uh, our first piece of merchandise. That's it. But this is remarkably similar to the happening when you think about it, where there's just a nonsensical inciting action that causes things that we live amongst every single day to try and kill us indiscriminately. But here it's machines and there it's plants, which are basically the opposite. Well, but they're also basically the same if you think about it. if you think about like cellular structure, us, Jake. Man. You know, oh yeah, like, cellular structure. Like cells have uh cell walls in plants, which is yep. different from humans, and also nuclei. I can't really remember my cell biology very well off the top of my head. But Yeah, you're right. You're cells totally right. And uh cells and machines totally identical, essentially. Totally. Their DNA is ninety nine point seven percent similar. I learned that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like chimpanzees as humans. I don't have anything else. I'm super happy Jack's not here to debate this because he would lose his mind and he doesn't understand humor. Let's just keep making fun of Jack. Oh, he'd probably make a bet that he would lose. Should we give him another movie? Probably. Okay. I think he should watch Thinner. Another Stephen King movie. <laughs> That's two. He's got Thinner and he's got uh, uh, Secret Window. Uh, Listen up, Jack. Uh, what's it do wrong, Mark? What's it oh, do wrong? Oh, well, you already Nothing. made this disclaimer. So many, so many wonderful things. Uh, I actually yeah. feel like this is something it legitimately does wrong, oh, especially yeah. given our A to Z horror official stance of Emilio Estevez greater than sign uh, Mark Wahlberg. There is sure. not enough Emilio in this movie. Yeah, he's in a weird spot. So I guess I, <laughs> I guess Stephen King wanted to cast Bruce Springsteen as his hero. And he was not allowed to do so. And it caused some trouble. Like, basically, there was lost interest in the project. Emilio was not in favor. I don't know what happened. I don't know what kind of drama there was. Frankly, I don't fucking care. But there's not enough Emilio. <laughs> You're right. He's in there Would for... Would it have been better with Bruce Springsteen? I don't give a shit, man. Yeah, I mean, well, that's hard to say. No, it wouldn't have been. It would have been a different movie. I mean, okay. Emilio is going to give a better line... When he's blowing up the Green Goblin truck, Bruce Springsteen is probably going to rock the jeans better. Okay. Which one would, would it have yeah. been better in any of those situations with Angus? Uh, no. No. Okay, fair enough. Not I've as never a hero. No, 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 no. I assume he's... Ugh. Me either. Not He's not the hero. 
Like, ACDC in this movie is not going to be a hero-type character. They just need to be in the movie. Are you kidding? Dude, this, is enti- this entire movie is about, like, random small-town people becoming heroes. Why can't they be heroes? They're because the heroes they of rock be. and roll. They're on the highway to hell. Just let them be, man. Oh, I feel okay. Okay, not to they judge to these be the people, heroes. But I feel like a lot of these folks are also on the highway to hell. I don't know. Lisa Simpson's in this movie. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, Yeardley Smith. Uh, she is. Oh, that's another thing that I had in my does wrong. wrong category. Wow. She is holy. This is definitely a word. Inunderstandable. Her voice yeah. is so high pitched. It's terrible. It's. I mean, we got close to having to turn on the closed captions, which is to say I got close to asking you to turn on the closed captions, and then I didn't. I was so. going to say I don't recall that, but yep. Yeah. I remember well, I remember talking about how annoying that couple was, mostly because of her. Yeah, they're pretty rough to watch. Oh, that's, yeah, that's absolutely something it does wrong, is unfortunately Lisa Simpson is just a tr- I, She's meant, look, look, she's meant to be annoying, but... When you're meant to be annoying, you're going to be annoying, and it's going to become annoying. Yeah, and so is so is the main woman at the diner too. It's and she compounded. Gets her it's compounded by the general audio quality in this, which is not really a result of the movie. I don't think it's sort of Define. just a victim of the times. But they're doing so much shit on set that when they're recording, they can't really capture good high end audio, like high frequency audio. Yeah. So, it kind of comes through partially saturated, and I, I don't know. I've never really thought that it's particularly easy to hear anyone with a high-pitched voice in movies of this era. You can yeah. you can get nice-ass audio equipment and make it work, but like for the general run-of-the-mill movies that come out, it's pretty tough. Sure. You have some pretty jank voiceover-type thing happening, too, which is not oh, uncommon. Plenty of ADR, yes. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely... That's eh, a little rough, but... The only other thing that I want to have, like, right here is just that this movie is absolutely brain dead. And that's good during the summer, but as a work, not to get too, like, artsy, but as a work of fiction, like, try not to come close to contradicting yourself about what this movie actually is. Like, this is a movie that begins with text saying, hey, a meteor passed by Earth and machines went haywire. And then it ends with text that says a UFO was discovered and destroyed in the tail of a meteor. It's like, what? Why? (laughs) Why did we find out new information? You are the, like, narrator. What do you know at the end that you didn't know at the beginning? And what were you holding out on us? It makes no sense. And also, it doesn't fucking matter. Jake, I feel like you're you're approaching a station. That's uh, not a nitpick. That is not a nitpick. That's just terrible. I I mean, you're right. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> um, it makes no sense. It 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 really does. The I mean, we'll get to this when we talk about story ratings. But holy wow, <laughs> the, the story in this is bananas. It's impossible. I mean, I don't mean that literally. I mean this figuratively. What oh a, shit! You know the definition this week. <laughs> I mean it allegorically. Wow. Okay, there you go. This is just a wholly befuddling story. They, there's no story. I, I would fully understand on a scale of 1 to 10 giving this a 0 on story. I didn't, but... Jack would. Wow. Should oh, we give yeah, him a fucking movie because he'd give this a 0 on story? Uh, I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, The Rage, Carrie 2. Watch that too, Jack. <laughs> Boom. There you go. He's got three, three movies. Stephen this- King-ish movies. This is at the rate he's on. This is going to take him months. He also still owes oh. me like three other movies. He's from never, he's never going to do it. He's he's never going to do it. He's not accountable. It's true. This is this is fun. Let's just keep ragging on Jack. Mark, <laughs> are we at a station? I think we are. Very standard type whistle blow this week, Mark. I had to what reach for it. Uh, I know you did. It was a while. little delayed. What do you, what do you got? There is so much product placement in this movie. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> I I don't feel like this was... I mean, I feel like it was intentional on certain things, but also I'm pretty sure when they got the trucks that have product placement like on the side of them, I think they just went and like borrowed... May, they have, may have just straight up stolen some trucks from like the local what's, okay, truck stop. What's most notable product placement in your mind looking back? Uh, It was one of the brands of the trucks. Was there like an... Well, yes. 
Well, oh, so most notable is the one that's not actually in a brand, which is that toys, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. that Well, that's not product placement. That's just a toy store, fictional okay. toy store. You're failing at this exercise. For me, for some reason, there's a Bic pen truck. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. office equipment. Why? Like, they had to have just gotten trucks that they were able to find, to your point. Like, it's uh, yeah, just... I'm telling you. A ton was, of the big, like, there's no reason you would put Bic in your film. Like, there's no partnership opportunity there. It's just like, hey, here's a fucking, I don't even know if that's good for the company. <laughs> Frankly, after watching the movie, I would think that they would think it's bad. But You don't think Bic whatever. sponsored this movie? I don't think so. I I picture the board at Bic to be people who don't necessarily like ACDC, but I could be wrong. But now that you mention it, I would kind of like to go work for Bic for like six months and see if there's like a small culture of people there that worship this movie. I, it's, Mark, it's it's been a minute. It's been over 30 years. So I don't know. It's definitely grown into great, something. That would be a great culture. That's a good sign of, of a strongly rooted culture, which is what you're looking for in an organization, listener. If you're looking for a job, look for a strongly rooted culture. Ask a lot of questions when you're in interviews about culture. Okay? Do it. Also, Bic, if you're out there listening, sponsor our podcast because apparently we like you a lot. You have a great corporate culture. Why not? Send us pens. Um, I will trade them for beers. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> every, here's another nitpick. Everyone seems to call Emilio a hero before he actually does anything. Oh, my God. He does nothing except to like shoot one rocket. Well, yeah, and that's at the end. Everyone calls him hero throughout the entire movie, and he has done nothing. He bangs that pretty lady pretty quick. Which does he's like an, make him a hero. He's like an ex-grocery store robber. Yeah, that's his he's character. just like some dude at a truck stop. Like, he's yeah. done almost nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talks to that girl. He's like, I robbed a truck stop. And so, then she bangs him. He's a petty he's a hero. <laughs> it's like, oh, and everyone's like, hey, nice. hero, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, he has, an, he has an earring. He saves the one woman, the really, really annoying one, from having her arm chopped off by a turkey knife. But that's about it. Oh, that's at the beginning. Okay, redeemed. I'm redeeming Okay, this no longer a nitpick. Yeah, no longer. Now it's just a neat pick that everyone seems to remember a thing that he did. That's wow. maybe just a not pick. I think that's just what this movie does. Wow. It, it's characters remember things that happened in the movie. Yep. Good. I would say so. We went yep. full circle on that one. <laughs> I think we did. I think we did. So, in an interesting turn of events, all of the things that I listed in Nitpick, I ended up during a sober conversation, which is less sober by the moment, putting them in what it did wrong. Okay. So, so when I was drunk. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I still have some things. Why do they just have a bazooka? Go. You got the floor. Oh, because that guy's uh, a super huge Republican in North Carolina, and he has a lot of guns. Arsenals happen. You, know, you just so you just have an access to a bazooka. Sure, to a missile America. launcher. It's America. I don't think that's really America. I don't think people just have missile launchers. Mark, Mark, Mark. Yes, that's wrong. Oh, okay. Not pick down the right to bear the right to bear missile launchers, Mark. Oh, okay. You're right. There, you need more commas in there. He only uh, had one, in fairness. It's true. He had, he did have quite a few missiles, however. Yeah, he had he had some ammo. Stockpile of ammunition. Yeah. I don't know where he got it. They didn't. Frankly, I don't remember if they explained it or not. But I don't think they explained. I think he his just sort of had it. I like that more. This is <laughs> this is rapidly. See, everything you try to talk poorly about with this movie, it automatically starts becoming better and better and better because it's okay. a great movie. Here's my next one. What? All of these murder trucks that are circling the truck stop for the entire movie, they're all going like 20 miles an hour. Sure. Granted, they don't have the cornering radius to like really scream around there. But also, couldn't you be a little bit more... Me- I mean, I could dodge a truck going 25 miles an hour. And this is like the Yeardley Smith car, whatever the hell their names are, Connie and whoever the husband is. They Connie. can't even shoot the freaking gap. Like it's you hard, can't, Mark. They're going 25 miles an hour. You can't shoot the gap that's like 50 it's, feet wide between those. It's, it's hard. Actually, that also brings up another nitpick. Why wasn't oh, their car controlled by the comet, satellite, UFO, whatever? Really good point. Their car was fine. Probably their car it was, was like fine. A, it was, what was it, like a Lincoln? That's probably why. 
I thought it, I don't know. I barely remember. <laughs> I frankly I don't give a shit because that's what happens in good bad movies. Okay, that's just just yeah, unequal enforcement of the rules of the movie. These people are for some reason exempt. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about the space stuff for one second. Okay, one second. This takes so like you said earlier, it's a UFO that's destroyed well, by maybe a, a maybe. Yeah, they it come depends to on us. if you're trusting the start of the movie or the end of the movie. They come to us, comma maybe. So okay, depending on which part of the movie you're trusting, a why doesn't the UFO, this sentient force that can take control of machinery, affect the weather satellite that shoots it out of the air with a nuclear missile and a laser cannon or whatever the language is? And b if it's the comet, Seriously. why does it take us like ten days to pass through a comet's tail? Okay, I've, I have only two possible answers to this. Okay. First one has something to do with Armageddon. I don't know. How long did they have on in Armageddon? They had like a while, right? Uh, Three days. Are you, you're making that up, aren't you, Mark? That's uh, close. Okay. And I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> okay you got it you got to stop singing it. you're supposed to you talk got, over my like, you, i'm emotional... not going to talk over you while you're doing the worst aerosmith song possible number two <laughs> cocaine is a hell of a drug mark <laughs> yeah. cocaine is a hell of a drug this whole movie can be summarized in cocaine is one hell of a drug that's fair cocaine that's bow, all i got bow, 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 bow. She let's, don't lie. She don't lie. You're supposed to talk over me. Cocaine. Let's go to ratings. That was terrible. She don't lie. She don't lie. She don't lie. Cocaine. We over at A to Z Horror use a one through ten rating system to describe the movies we're watching. For one. Think of how you would rate Jocelyn's knowledge of geography. We're going to a place where you can stand in four states at once. I'm going to stand in California, Hawaii, Canada, and Chicago. And for 10, think of how you'd rate getting an N64 for Christmas. Story is the first category we're weighing in on. Jake, your movie, your score. Ten. Ten? Psych. You're giving okay, uh, cool. I'm Funny struggling joke. to not I'm struggling to not give it a one. Uh, okay. I'm gi- I'm giving okay. I'm giving it a two because it's kinda unique. Okay? It's just unique enough to keep it from a one mark. Don't look at me with those puppy dog eyes. I machines. I mean, machines. Machines. If you're giving whatever you're giving to the fucking happening, then you got to at least give something to this movie. Machines are coming after us because of some meteor tail. It's a, it's insane. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. The story is at least a two and at most a two as well. Uh, you gave the happening a four and a half for story. Yeah. Well, there's a slightly bit more going on there that made sense. It didn't contradict. It didn't actively contradict itself. Its characters had like arcs that they were going through. They had backstory. A little. They bit. were shitty. They yeah, were, they were shitty, shitty, but they had them. Yeah. That's why it's a two. It's not a one. Don't give it a one. I look. I don't disagree. I also gave it a two. Okay. Um, good. That's a perfect score. You nailed it. Congratulations. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not much more needs to be said. Yep. There is, I don't know, I, I'm inclined to give it higher just because the sincere and incredible lack of story is almost important. Like, is this story or judicious lack thereof? It kind of is. It's uh, what gets my goat, man, is the contradiction. It doesn't even understand what it wants to be. And frankly, I don't know if it cares. Like, well, you have yeah, to, I mean, no, yeah, it, it can't. It care. certainly does it not can't. care. I, I don't know if that's certain. I don't know. It can't. Yeah, you're right. Certainly. Sure. Whatever. It's weird. It's a weird thing. This movie is a weird thing that exists. <laughs> and in any case, we are agreed. It's definitely a two. <laughs> they did no work for story. Uh, our next category is world building and immersion, Jake. Yeah. I, uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling not to go above the Andy Dalton line here. 
but I can't because there's enough bullshit happening and enough annoyances happening that it's just not. Like, despite all of the awesome things that are happening that pull me in because of the type of person that I am, the ACDCs, the exploding trucks, all of that's cool, but there's not enough to immerse me for a sustained period of time. Like I said earlier in the episode, this is a movie that you can pretty easily tune out of most of, and you can be, you know, just like watching with your buddies and slugging a lot of beers. And frankly, you can be hammered like you were, Mark, like I was too, and still get a good amount of enjoyment from. That does not necessarily entail immersion in what's happening. That being said... I'm still not going to give it a super low score because of those same elements. I'm going to give it a four. I'm kind of struggling with that rating because I want to go both higher and lower, but I can't. I know what you mean. I gave it a three and a half. Um, Yeah. I feel like ultimately that's probably the same score. This is the thing about our scale is it's scientifically perfect, uh, but it also has to apply to all movies. Um, and at a point where you have to rate like this on the same scale as say psycho, you can't really give both of those a high immersion score and to live to defend it <laughs> objectively. Um, yeah, I, this is a, a non immersive movie. However, you derive pleasure and in some regards, immersion from paying close attention to, the absurdity of the situation everything's in. So, I mean, I look, you could give this like a six or seven and I totally understand what you're going after. But if we're stacking this up against all the other movies to give this a realistic, legitimate score, it has to be in the lower spectrum. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We are in agreement then. Uh, yeah. Scare we factor. Agree. <laughs> scare factor is our third yeah. category. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Say your thing. Two. I don't know, two. So give this your score, what are you movie. doing? I gave it a two. Okay. I just fucking told you. I gave it a two, okay. I don't know, and a two, because it's barely a horror movie. There's some gore, I guess. It's not even really gore. It's like kids getting rolled over with steamrollers, which is something you have to note, but this is not a scary movie, nor is it gratuitous. Yeah, I, so you you were not that young when you watched this, I guess. I mean, No, not really. I was 14, like 16 15. or something. 14 or 15 probably yeah so did this haunt haunt your nightmares forever fuck no this movie's awesome you're too busy rocking out man yeah yeah this movie's not one that's trying to be i also gave it a two uh whatever same score yeah just rocking through this thing which takes us to what will probably be it it is our penultimate category and it will probably be (laughs) one of our more interesting categories effects or judicious lack thereof jake this is the hardest category to rate this movie on um i based on what you just said i'm going to guess that you are going to go lower so there's visual effects here and there's audio effects here and you kind of have to break the audio down into two separate categories visually (laughs) this movie does enough and that's not necessarily a compliment but it does enough like they built this truck stop that I guess ended up being an actual truck stop, which is kind of awesome in North Carolina. And they blew up a bunch of trucks. That's cool. I like that. I liked watching it happen. Cool. They also had the actual like green goblin mask thingamajig. Yeah. They threw that on that truck. That's that was cool. It was whatever. I mean, they wanted to personify some sort of like malicious force on the machines, but I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the green goblin and all that, but whatever. Uh, the green sky looked kind of shitty, but it was also awesome. That was like a perfect encapsulation of a good, bad movie. Same thing can kind of be set up from the audio front. Like, we already talked about how bad the audio quality was at times. The ADR, whole that whole thing, not great. But ACDC, I think effects overall for me, I'm going to give it a six. Okay. And I feel like you're going to come in lower. Well, I am going to come in lower. I was hoping there was going to be more of a clash here. I gave it a five. I guess we're on yeah. opposite sides of the average scale. I gave it lower than average. You gave it better than average. But like you said, audio nearly impossible to understand throughout much of this movie, which I feel like is problematic for a movie that has so many good quotes in it. Yeah. Uh, But also, yeah, in general, kudos for all the practical effects. They have a lot of like high sweeping shots of like the the trucks running around. They have these good, uh, you know, crane shots of like the thing coming directly at you. 
We talked a little bit earlier about the the blood bag that just exploded and they tried to use it. I wish they huh, had used but it. But they didn't, yeah. I mean, there's legitimately good practical here. But I also have to, I feel like, subtract at least one point because of the fact that somebody lost an eye making this movie. Whatever. That's awesome. Because, rock and roll. Because the effects were so haphazardly done, a dude lost an eyeball in this movie. I feel like that has to be at least one demerit. Cocaine's a hell of a drug, Mark. It, <laughs> <laughs> it is. I don't think. I don't think that. I think he was the director of photography. Uh, appreciates the fact that cocaine is a hell of a drug. Probably not. No. I mean, I guess actually he probably does appreciate it because that's the reason he only has one eyeball. Maybe. Yeah. In I don't case, know. Where does that fall? Um. In any case, you gave it a five. <laughs> in any case, I gave it a five. If you're curious at all, uh, the remote-controlled lawnmower went out of control. It basically went maximum overdrive on the people making it at maximum overdrive, hit a wood block, and shot a bunch of splinters into some guy's face. Look, uh, man, you start playing with machines, and you're taking your life into your own hands. Who made who, Jake? That's that's who my made question. Who made who? Who made who? Who made you? Okay. Ultimate category. Oh, I'm boy. very curious where you're giving this one. Overall. Jake, I know, right? So this is this is the funniest. Like this is probably in the history of doing this experiment that is A to Z horror. This is probably the best example of overall not tilt. necessarily being a math score. There is some tilt here. My math would say that I'm giving this movie a three and a half, and we know that it's not like that because there's tilt. I'm giving this movie a fucking seven because of the musical precedents that are set here. ACDC's wow. awesome. It's a perfect summer movie. If I were watching this in winter, I might give it like a five, but I can still rock out. But this is the best, like, not maybe not the best, but it's one of the best summer horror movies that you can watch. I love it to death. Seven. You have a very interesting history of giving movies sevens. I love it. You gave Rare Exports a seven. It's a great movie. You gave Nightmare on Elm Street 3 a seven. It's a great movie. You gave Nightmare on Elm Street 1 a seven. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Starry Eyes? <laughs> this this movie is as good as Starry Eyes, is what you're saying. I like this movie more than Starry Eyes. I actually totally agree with that movie or with that yeah. assessment. Yeah. You give sevens to a lot of movies, man. I it's went, hard, man. I went a little bit lower. I gave it a six, and I would fully expect Still. this score to climb as I saw it 11 oh, more God. times or however many you said you've seen it. Yeah. This is something I feel Twice. like. I, I need to fully, I need to like immerse myself fully in this thing, sober, understand all of the things that are happening because I don't think my brain was don't fully able to comprehend don't do the that. tidal Just... wave of nonsense <laughs> that I was hit with. It was so good. No, that, Mark, it was yeah, so good. That being said, it was an incredibly fun experience. So yes. it's got to be better than average. This isn't boring. It's very unique. Uh, I mean... If you want to know what would happen when Stephen King directs a horror movie, you have it right here. It. I mean, frankly, I choose to take his quote when someone asked him why he didn't direct another horror movie and he said, just watch Maximum Overdrive or whatever the hell he said. I choose to take that as a mic drop rather than an admission of defeat. Oh, I think it has like five different meanings. No, it's just mic drop. Do you ever He's watch? so egotistical. It's just mic drop, dude. He's like, this is the perfect movie. Boom. Mic drop. Just watch it. Speaks I... for itself. It's best. In... In high school drama, did you ever did you ever watch that movie or that like little clip of the dude who reading this the phrase "I pay my taxes" like twenty five different ways to like emphasize different words and show different? Me- That's how I picture him saying, "Just watch Maximum Mark, Overdrive." There's like I didn't twenty I didn't different take meetings, high school drama. meetings, and then if he drops the mic at the end, like fine, whatever. But there's a lot of there's a lot of depth. The, the, so you much depth. A theater kid. I was not. No, I happened to be a jock. Yeah. Listener, for the record, Jake was absolutely a theater kid. Yeah, for sure. So much theater in my past. You can tell it comes through on this episode. I'm very theatrical right now. My passion for Maximum Overdrive, Mark. And on that note, Jake, thank you for thank you for the passion. As always, you're you're always the most passionate person on this podcast. So um, always. Just a personal thank you from you to me. I have a suggestion. What's that? Given that there's two of us, I and I think we are both in agreement that you should watch this movie and have some beers oh, we, with your buddies. Dude, we just did it. It's great. 
rock out. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You absolutely should. Uh, I would just suggest we forego this segment this week. Uh, Bert is in the shop. Uh, Ernie. Look, surprise Ernie. He's surprisingly difficult to calibrate. We had to we had to ship him out to Colorado. There's a there's a mechatronic shop out there. They think they know how to fix him. The colander apparently was put on backwards, uh, so that's part of it. Um, look, there's there's a laundry list of things wrong. We we basically just stacked a bunch of pots and pans together, and somehow it started smoking, which frankly defies all laws of physics. So they're looking into it. We should have him back next week. Go Maybe. watch this. Go watch this movie with your buddies and have some beers. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Should we get the hell out of here? I probably, we probably should. This has been episode number 99 of the AZ Horrorcast. To check out everything we have going on, head on over to azhorror.com or come hang out with us on either of our social media channels. Those are Facebook, those are Twitter, and those links are going to be right down there in the description below. As always, do us a big favor, pick up that podcasting app that you're listening to this thing on right now on whatever phone or whatnot that you're checking this out on. Head on in there, give this a like, give it a review, rate the podcast, send it on over to somebody you know who might like horror. Believe it or not, that helps a ton. And guys, we still need a couple more movies to round out our next selection. You can have one of your recommendations reviewed. Just go ahead and give us a rating and let us know what that is and that you did it. And we're going to review your movie of choice. It's pretty fucking easy. Go ahead and do it. As always, the music... Assuming, oh. assuming we haven't already reviewed it. I'm just going to put that little little rule out there. We're not doing it twice. That's correct. Yeah. As always, the music's been coming out from Super Bear. Super Bear's link's going to be right down there in the description below as well. And uh, next week's episode 100, which is crazy to think of. And I'm frankly not going to tell you what the hell we're doing for it. You're just going to have to tune on in to do it. Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great weekend, buddy. We watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we can do that harder than you think. Harder than you think, Jake. You seem practiced.